Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book or sometimes when I don't finish a book, I do the review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Uh, joining me today is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hello, everyone. And I just realised I've actually got two different episodes that I could do. So uh, do you want me to talk about 16 ways to defend a... No. Not that no, one. Not do that you want one. me to uh, <laughs> do you want me to talk about how to rule an empire and get away with it, or do you want me to talk about Mars by Ben Bova? Um, uh, tell me how you can rule an empire and get away okay. with it. So this is then uh, the introduction wouldn't be I review every science fiction book that I read because this is not a science fiction book. Oh, this is also not a fantasy book. Okay. This is a what I would call a secondary world novel. Do you know this expression, secondary mm. world? No. What is a secondary world? Um, I it's uh, I looked it up on a wiktionary or wiki wiktionary or whatever it is. <laughs> the diction, the wiki dictionary, and it says yeah. an internally consistent fictional fantasy world or setting that is different from the real primary world. Okay. Now, a lot of these things can just be like, oh, you go through a portal and there's something else on the other side of the portal. It's not our world, but it's something mm -hmm. different. Uh, so pretty much every science fiction and fantasy is, I mean, not all of them, but like a lot of them are set in a secondary world where it's got, you know, logical, internal like consistency among its in it with within its own right but it isn't our world okay it's a secondary world okay but that doesn't particularly mean it it is then also science fiction or fantasy it can no wait a second but then it's just fiction yes it is, is it? It, it yeah but it's kind of like it's more than just this isn't true it's like this is not our world again this is my own this is my own interpretation of it so all fantasy worlds are like secondary worlds except urban fantasy and paranormal romance which can actually be our world but then right. there's like so it's got our history you know in okay. that case but Narnia doesn't have our history but people from our stuff can go people can go over to Narnia okay you know what I mean yes whereas like you know Harry Potter I guess if it's still fat it's like fa another fantasy world but that's our world but then there's a secret you know there's secret history there as well okay but people have got driving double-decker buses and you know and have mobile phones I but guess, I would they? still make the point that what? even even then that world yeah where there is a secondary world attached yeah. to is yeah. not our world uh, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, but here's the thing. The, the series by K.J. Parker called The Siege, which starts off with 16 ways to defend uh, a walled city. I yeah. went into it thinking it was some kind of fantasy world. Yeah. And it, it's a, like a kind of an alternate kind of like this is Byzantium or Constantinople, otherwise mm -hmm. known as Istanbul. Yeah. Uh, and there's some kind of Byzantium style empire and there's a siege going on, you know. And so it's historical fiction? It's, well, no, it isn't because it isn't Byzantium or Constantinople mm. or, um, or Istanbul. It's just an analog for that in another world right where the history is a lot longer and technology isn't you know ca catching up as quickly but you you can pretty much then take anything that you want you're like all right this is a world where there's like four different empires and the you know the the hun are coming in uh whatever yeah. so we we're looking at some different country names the other day of like was it exonyms and endonyms, um, endonyms and yeah. exonyms like oh what does the country call itself compared to what does the country from elsewhere call you know the ca kind of things so you get yeah you know 
even though Hungary is sort of like, oh yeah, the Huns live there. It's like, no, no, the Huns haven't lived there for ages. It's like different people live there now. Oh, it's still Hungary. Whatever. So you get like these different people, you know, these different people, like you got the empires to the south, empires to the north, empires mm. across the sea, empires mm-hmm. that come in, people come in via, you know, with horses or whatever. From and, the air? Well, no, not, not from, from no, the specifically air. not from the air. But I'm just saying like like this, this, yeah. uh, this, this empire, the, yeah. the, the Byzantium, uh, style analog mm. empire. Mm. They have got a fleet of ships, and they can. And, and at the end of the first book, at the end of the siege, uh, it kind of ends with the re-establishing connection with the fleet again. Okay. So instead of them going, oh no, we can't. We're not going to have enough food. We're not going to be able. What's going to happen here? Suddenly they're like, oh, actually, we can be resupplied from the sea really easily because the sea besieging army doesn't have a big fleet, but we do. We can now get supplies in and out. Oh, that's handy. Um. So, the, so, the, so that book ended. Okay, but how's this, how's this empire called though? Is it, does it uh, have a name? Okay, well, let me go over to Goodreads.com. I'm goodreads. sorry, I thought com. you'd have this No, 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 I, I can prepared. bring it up here. Uh, it's it's called The City. Oh, The City is just called The City. Oh, the city is uh, let me scroll down empire. and I'm going to look at other people's, um, other people's stuff. So, um, uh, Notka is the main character. Yeah, it's just called, yeah, Ogus is the, is the oh, Robor. It's the Robor Empire. Right, okay. And uh, so, yeah, the Robor Empire. So, The City city is still standing and this is now like six years after the end of the previous book so we fast forward six years and actually people in the city are doing pretty well actually because everything that they want can be brought in from the outside yeah on the ships yeah uh, because they were the city was mostly supplied by ship anyway yeah but so and so what they do is that they bring in all the raw materials and now it's become an industrial city ah, and, okay. and a craftsman and industrial city so they're there making you know a bit like the a bit like london and you know the northern northern towns in in england so mm-hmm. if you want to think about it this way like the british navy or the british merchant fleet in fact there's even in this there's sort of like oh are you in the merchant navy or are you in the you know in the <laughs> military navy yeah um so it's a little bit like that you know sort okay. of like it's it's a little bit like england during the second world war where you're like all right we're just everything has to come from over like we don't have anything here everything has to come overseas so yeah. grain is going to come from canada and steel is going to come whatever but like much smaller than that because yes. we're still we're still talking about large city size okay um and uh yeah so there's a there's a ruler of the city um, I can't remember all the names. There's lots you of just complex said it. names. No, no, oh, no. no. That's I, the first book. No, no. no. I, I didn't say Ogus is the is the person on the outside. But then, okay. So let me just say how the book begins because this is meant to be an SFBRP short because it's not a science fiction book. But I want to talk about it anyway. Yeah. So it goes like this: Someone says, "Hey, I'm a playwright and an actor." here's my pitch for a story what it is there's this guy and he's a beggar in the street and he's just begging and stuff and then suddenly the chancellor and the prime minister walk past and go oh that guy looks very very familiar he looks he could even look he could so he could easily be the brother of the emperor and the emperor is ill and we need someone to stand in for the emperor uh, so let's get this beggar uh, and let's bring him up and say hey beggar you can you be and the and the person he's pitching this to like the the theater owner's like nah don't, we don't want anything like that what we need is a as a story about a siege with a kick-ass you know female main character and um you know so a bit of love story and an uplifting ending where you know the evil is vanquished that's what people are looking for and they're like but we're living in a siege why do people want plays about sieges he's mm. like this is what they want don't do the whole thing that story's been done before you know with the man in the bronze mask and these other kind of things because yeah. this is sort of like alternate stuff so <laughs> yeah 
is always mentioning stuff like even though this is byzantium and on you know greek slash roman slash egyptian slash you know hordes of, of people coming from the steps kind of thing you know <laughs> okay um it's he can because it's alternate you know because it's a secondary world kj parker can just be like ah I, I, this we're just gonna have someone who is obviously shakespeare in the in the in the past you know and this <laughs> yeah. other person who is obviously this emperor and this other person who's obviously this person then there's literature from here you know and historians from there we he can just like he just takes everything in uh, you know three thousand years of our earth history and just like, like renames people a bit and go like <laughs> oh, okay and you, he tells stories of past emperors and you're like okay you, this is just marcus aurelius now or whatever, you know whatever it's gonna okay be. um so yeah, and so Notka, who's this actor pl- and playwright, pitch, get, does this pitch, and he says, "No, nope, don't do that. Go away and write me a play about a siege with some, you know, with some fun songs in the second act." It's like, okay, right. so he goes away and does that. But also, Notka is an impressionist, and he does impressions of all the politicians and the current, you know, all the current leaders and things. I see where that's going. And so, literally, how it starts off is sort of like, and then apparently, there's a rumor goes around that a rock fell on the current leader, Sissy uh... Mar- Marcus, I think, is what his name is. Anyway. Anyway, sort of like he's one of the uh, one of like the gladiators in the in, in the um, in the arenas beforehand. Right. Yeah. And uh, and uh, at the end of the um, at the end of the first book, he's kind of left holding the bag and being like, OK, I'm just he's very clearly just a figurehead for mm. the for the actual people running it, the city chancellor and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so and they're like, OK, we, he, a rock fell on him from a catapult from the outside. So <laughs> okay. we need someone to, you know, replace him. You don't have any jobs or anything. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to be a figurehead that we can wheel out and wave in front of crowds and it, meet diplomats from other places. And yeah. So, yeah, Notka becomes that person. He's like brought in and they're like, you look nothing like him. In fact, you're taller than him. He says, like, uh, yeah, but I just look like a plain guy. Like I mm. play I play like the 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 white guy no I, I wouldn't say white guy but you know like whoever it is sort of like the normal guy i was talking i mentioned that because we were watching those stunt men react videos <laughs> and sort of like oh yes i'm a tall white dark haired guy i can i can be anybody you yeah. know um, slightly broad shoulders yeah I mean, I slightly broad shoulders like and i'm that so i can match anywhere and this is what he is except we have all it's all like reverse i wouldn't say reverse racism but like everyone in the in the city is dark-skinned and the people outside the hordes at the gates are the pale faces because they're from like the the steps in the north or whatever okay. it is so they're like the the, the germans the goths okay, the visigoths so he, he, or whatever he I mean, very much then isn't white no he's very much not white okay, yeah. um the character the main character in um in uh, in the first book mm. was white mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was like he had racism against him from all of the people because he was very much an outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not that's not part of this story at all. Anyway, okay. so he's an actor and yeah. a comedian and an impressionist and a playwright. Yeah. Uh, although he keeps saying he's not a writer, but he he obviously wrote this book because it's all from first person. And his thing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And so then he takes over the role, and that's why this book is called. Um, that's why this book is called How to Rule an Empire and Get Away with It, because from there on capers and other misidentifying <laughs> and people some people know about it and some people don't know about it and things like that so oh, uh, okay this is really funny that we yeah. now just talk about this on the podcast why um i'm currently watching a tv show yeah where it's not about being an emperor and yeah. faking to be an emperor but it is about somebody faking something, somebody to be some yeah. something they're not. The Suits show about yes. someone who's pretending to be a lawyer and he's not a qualified lawyer. Yes, and we have okay. literally all of this going on. Yeah, sure. That, But that is drama and melodrama and all this kind of, you yeah. know, like soap opera kind of stuff going on because it is affecting people's relationships. This is 
Um, this is fun comedy stuff, uh, some farce, but plus quite a bit of like satire and political satire, yeah. and and just yeah, just fun stuff. And also, it's it's a really fun thing because you can go, all oh, right, in this situation, what would I do? Yeah. Like, how clever would I be? Yeah. And of course, in the first book, it was all about sort of like an outsider engineer coming in and going, wow, politicians shouldn't be running a city during a siege. In fact, army people shouldn't. It should be engineers. Yes. Engineers should be running it during a siege. <laughs> but then six years later, these guys you know the, the people going sort of like wow the people here like the, the politicians are all infighting and the engineers aren't very good anymore and they don't yeah. live it what we need actually is someone who can you know think creatively solve problems by being a people person if you know what I mean so it's sort of like another set yeah. uh, another set of um, skills that our main character just happens to have and just yes. happens to know yeah. and his father was a was a theme boss like one of the the, the um, like the in Byzantium there was in the in the games like in the in the in the arenas and it was a mm. lot of horse racing yeah. and there was always red the, the 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 green team and the blue team although i can't remember what it actually was yeah. in uh, by uh, in the um Byzantine empire yeah. but here it's the blues and the greens so you right. have the two themes which are the two the two uh, you know theme colors yes. and the, those groups then are like the 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 mob bosses and they've got <laughs> these ri- two rival gangs who yeah. are actually who are actually running the city um, of course. The themes and his father was a theme boss so he actually grew up with a very violent <sighs> father and actually in the end actually knows how to protect himself if someone comes at him with a knife and things yeah. but kind of ran away from that to join the circus well not join the circus because he learned that yeah. kind of uh, politics yeah but yeah he knows <laughs> he knows what he knows all the stuff he needs to be to be a boss yeah. but also he kind of went away from that he said to his father look I don't want to become I don't want to be someone who beats people up and kills people mm. to keep everyone in line and to collect the you know to collect the money to collect the dues yeah um i want to be go and work in the civil servant because he wasn't good enough for that because in the end but that's what he did he went to become a, an actor and a comedian so yeah that yeah and then so he does his thing and um and uh yeah how to rule an empire and get away with it and Th- that um, is that is really funny because this kind of story gets you so much storyline that you can play with and oh, yeah. there's so many like weird situations that this setup just immediately puts that person and yeah. everybody around it into and so there are many stories and i i can't i can't imagine how much uh, if you put any comedy to it that yeah it's a good story yeah what's i mean this, but it's what's not comedy movie? comedy but it is very good it oh, is very good uh, like. what's that movie like with the with the with the people who swap um with is it eddie murphy no 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 it's not eddie yeah trading places yeah yeah, trading yeah it's places. a bit yeah it's it, a bit it's trading a bit like places that. but this is a yeah but there's nobody has swapped so it's not yes. like the prince and the pauper how yeah. the prince becomes a pauper and the pauper yeah, becomes yeah, yeah. a prince it's like someone who is like worldwise is suddenly put into a position where people are asking him questions and and thinking his reply <laughs> is someone who is meant to be like the, the figurehead of the, the city like when he when he gets the job like the person he's replacing isn't the emperor because there's also another royal family you know right. over there so there's yeah. an existing emperor but it, yeah he he is meant to be just a figurehead but suddenly is being sent in to talk to diplomats and is actually negotiating in a way which is cleverer <laughs> because they're like oh we want to buy all this stuff for you and they're like great you can buy it and he's like wait if they just buy our books they can just copy our books and uh, do yeah, it you know yeah, and he's yeah. like because he knows that from being a playwright he's like yeah when you buy my script you're not buying a piece of paper with like 100 pages or whatever uh-huh. you're buying the the right to
to perform this yes. in your theater. So yeah. he comes in from a like a like an intellectual property point of view. Yeah. And like they're they're doing this with our furniture designs and our carpets. They're just they're just copying our the industry. <laughs> they're yeah. like buying stuff from us and then they're like just setting up factories to to replicate it. We are now relying on our trade in you know trade between it. Yeah, and so then they he, sell it back to yeah. us. <laughs> and so because he's not just someone who is running it, because the world has changed, but he's from a like his small area of expertise which is like selling his plays for people he knows that you can't just sell a book to somebody and then you know it's a, it's a similar kind of thing with uh with the in the united states when they you know when they declared independence mm. and what they would do is just sort of like great books we'll start copying these and printing them and all the british authors were like i'm not seeing any royalties like you're just getting a book <laughs> and copying it and selling it in america and they're like well you know it doesn't work that way does it we're just you know we and that, so that's like the, the whole of the american publishing and fiction publishing was right. none of those royalties went back to the uk for like decades and decades and decades okay and and that happens all the time same thing with the with the internet people are like great uh, news on the website yeah let's put our news on our website <laughs> not in the newspaper and then everyone can read it and uh-huh. you're like and that works for about a year and a half and suddenly all the newspapers start collapsing and they're like oh yeah because now all the money's going to google and not us like how is this working anyway <laughs> So yeah, it's lots like of implications. Of so yeah. yeah, it's a good book. I'm going to give it four stars because I very much enjoyed it. But it's not science fiction. It's right. not fantasy. Right. It's just a fun fake historical fiction with like uh, and the fun thing is is that like because he's picking from anywhere like the politics can be like like fun politics and like commenting on what's going on like recently and we're not even commenting but sort of like being informed by that yeah you know if it would be really boring if everything if all fantasy couldn't like reflect on what was going on from the point of view of like oh we're going to look at it through some kind of you know Marxist lens or we're going to look at it through some kind of you know whatever lens you yeah, know yeah. Uh, so it's it's fun to have sort of like uh, I guess Tom Holt who's is KJ Parker this is a pen name I think he's British and it's fun to see someone coming coming it from a point of view of like a 20th 21st century British person but being allowed to comment on it yeah. in a way sort of like, you know, from, you know, the, w- which could be done with, you know, a, like a, a Blackad or a Monty Python or something like that. It's okay to be like, oh, what about this? You know, like, yeah. um, what is it? The the, the the Judea's People's Front. No, they're the, the People's Judea's Front or whatever. It is. You know, it, you can bring in fun stuff like that when, you, when you're not trying to be exactly, you know, historic period accurate. And you, yeah. can, just, you can just play around. You can just pick, pick yeah. the fun stuff that, yeah. that fits for your, uh, yeah. for your book and for your, your story. For your secondary world, you yeah. could say. Yeah, that's right. cool. That's it. SFBRP short, 18, 18 minutes. It's a good one. Let's wrap it up there. Okay. Is that a recommendation to read this yeah, book? Yeah, yeah. Like, say four stars. It's a good book. Nice. Yeah, but it, again, it's not science fiction and it's not fantasy. But I I learned about this via the Incomparable podcast because yeah. they mentioned it, I think, last year it was on some people's book of the year. Oh, no, actually, I, I bought up a website here. So you can actually click on... Um, uh, on the incomparable and it's the end of the year so everyone gives three things that they liked a lot in, yeah. in 2022 and there's you know some some obvious things as well um there's uh what's what's this there's the sandman season one someone recommended that you watched that yes one, didn't i you, watched sandman? it yeah uh, that was uh sea of tranquility which was the last book mm-hmm. that i reviewed um <laughs> And uh, and someone else said Elder Race. Jason Snell, the, one of the best things he read was Elder Race by Adrian Tchaikovsky. And that was also on our it list of, of top science fictions as well. Yeah. And then so I think this book came from came from the, that one of this list last year when someone said 
that this series or that book the first book was their favorite one and so i so last year i listened to the audiobook and then of course i went off and listened to the other majapur tales you know the mm. the lord valentine's castle follow-ups and i listened to the uh, the podcast um 12 byzantine rulers again so right. it's it, this is all that same kind of thing yeah. sort of like oh imagine if someone like this came to power because yeah. that was that was what was happening all the way throughout the byzantine empire like why what claim did they have on the throne or what is <laughs> like, oh no they were just, they just random, got there they were just a random person you're like and they were a good emperor were they so like kind well interesting interesting enough to make this book you know get a get a story about them in a book nice Okay. So that is it. Good. Thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.